All right, I've been really uh, excited to for this interview because it's kind of an introduction to, uh, well, I guess you can call it an anomaly in junior exploration market because it's been a, an equity that's actually been consistently moving up here in the last couple of months, and that is Founders Metals. They do trade on the Venture Exchange with FDR, and I'm happy to welcome in Mr. Pascal Vigeli from the company. Pascal, thanks for doing this. Welcome. Thank you for having me. All right. Uh, give me a sense. Just kind of give me that 30,000-foot view of, of Founders and what you're working on. Sure. So we came out to a great start at the beginning of the year, produced some wonderful results. I mean, in six months of work, we been able to produce over 10 gram meter products. So I think we've been adequately rewarded with that. And now we're coming off the heels of a $5 million bot deal with BMO. So that will allow us to significantly upscale in 2024. So we're going to be aiming for up to 30,000 meters. So that will kind of bring up the grander vision of being able to do a lot more targets, a lot more prospects, and really bring this thing to scale. Okay. We are talking about the Antino Gold Project in southern Suriname. Uh, you know, we don't talk about Suriname a whole lot. So give us a general sense of what it's like working down there. Sure. I mean, most of our releases, we have to have a, you know, a map of South America so right. people do indeed know it is in South America. So although Suriname is not recognized by the world, it's very recognized by majors. It has the presence of uh, formerly I'm Gold, now Zijin, with the 13.7 million ounce gold deposit at Rosebell. Mm-hmm. It has Newmont, the 7 million ounce gold deposit. So the country is very tied to the gold market. It's about 60% of their full export revenue. And in the areas where we work, interestingly, Gold is a physical currency. <laughs> People buy their groceries with it. So it's very economically and, and kind of culturally intertwined with the gold market. So it's really interesting. And, and that uh, that larger reliance on the gold market also brings a lot of stability because people see its value as a as an economic engine for the country. Okay. Oh, and give us a, uh, some background on uh, on the project. And how did you get your hands on this? And what prior work had been done? So it's what that the prior work is actually one of the things that really attracted us the most. So it's not an ultra-greenfield project. It is by by far and large the most advanced uh, exploration program in Suriname mm-hmm. at 30,000 meters of historical drilling, uh, property-wide geochemical survey, as well as a geophysics program. So really there's a clear path forward. A lot of areas are identified, so we didn't really have to take any shots in the dark, as it were. We had a lot of a clear path forward to development and some good prospects. And it kind of came about because uh, there was a company, the previous holder kind of ran into some financial issues, and they needed to kind of drop a few of their not primary assets for a fire sale. So Really, we ended up getting this project for about a million shares um, at 20 cents, which is uh, an absolute steal by by all. They're doing okay now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what about the historic work? I mean, you keep hitting grades. I mean, are you you taking a different look at the project? You know, different kind of approach to exploration, or are you just kind of taking? what you've known from historic work and just continuing to build on to that in the same mythology that they were doing before? No, we've actually taken some pretty some pretty different approaches. So I think early on we began with the relog program just to kind of see the subtle nuances because I think anybody who works in the gold space and understands orogenic gold deposits is they're really kind of, it's very, very intricate and, and structurally dependent. So uh, looking at the historic work, there's a lot of really important details that I that were perhaps overlooked. So um, using that in tandem, we found that the geo physics we've done works really well in conjunction with surface mapping and some targeted sampling so we've really been able to follow the structure much better and be able to develop it down dip and along strike extension so I think we've added a lot of new interpretations and kind of developed a much more robust understanding we brought in a whole bunch of heavyweights from the from the area within the Guyana Shield technically who've worked on basically every single deposit in the region so we have a very kind of active creative 
think outside of the box team. Yeah. And I think that's kind of been a, a key part of our success. Okay, you've been hitting some incredible grades. I mean, it's the last result I think you put out you had a meter of 231 grams per ton. Yeah, and that was actually on the furthest north extension so far that we've oh, drilled wow. and released. Okay. So, so you know, and uh, we've just been following that along, and you know, obviously, like visually, uh, there's a lot more of that to come. Yeah. So, how do you follow up on this? I mean, is it another step out to the north? Uh, so, I mean, first of all, not step outs. We're just going to stick a long strike. And okay. then, so basically, we'll, we're going to target the shallow portion because that 231 meters, importantly, was also only 20, 25 meters true depth below surface. So oh, wow. It's a phenomenal grade, very close to surface. Obviously, that, that adds a lot to, to the economics of the, of the broader picture. So we're going we're gonna to keep shallow of chasing that, and then we'll do the step out and kind of get you know, the, full, the full scope. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, right now, we're doing that a along that we're building on that currently so uh, you know we got we got uh, assays in the labs so we, we look forward to being able to communicate that with the broader market so how many how many meters did you drill this this year yeah so we actually by far exceeded what we were planning to do so initially we have we're gonna start with one drill and do about 10,000 meters by Christmas um, you know, with the success we've had and the traction in the market and, and now with this raise, um, you know, we're, we're much better positioned. So we've actually added a second drill now. Uh, so now we'll have, we'll have assays for up to three different prospects and we'll probably close the season kind of 12 to 15,000 meters for shutdown. Okay. We're going to take a small break for Christmas, but then sure. uh, first week of January, we'll be primed and ready to go, two rigs fully funded. Okay. So, yeah. $5 million, uh, that deal's closed? It will close early next week, but it's a bot deal. So it's, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. right on. Um, you know, give me give me a sense of what it was like financing. <laughs> like I said, Founders is an anomaly right yeah. now. Um, so how difficult is it or has it been to finance that $5 million here in this type of market? Well, I think, I think our story really kind of speaks to the fact that, you know, uh, even in a difficult market, there's, there's always smart money for good projects. So right, I right. think that a lot of people, uh, you know, and having BMO be involved in that is obviously really kind of groundbreaking for, for a little a little fish such ourselves at this state. Mm-hmm. So, so um, you know, it was uh, in the beginning we had to do a lot of outreach and we were hitting the ground and doing all the shows and everything. But once we started getting assays back from the lab and, and people started discussing it and really understanding the broader potential, um, it kind of paved the path forward from there on. Okay. Yeah. What is what is two, what 2024 look like as far as exploration? I mean, do you do enough to put on an initial an initial mineral resource update on this thing, or is it just kind of continuing with the drilling program just to see the extent of the size and scope of it? Sure. So our our strategy is kind of three prongs. So okay. we have we have those two drills. So one drill can go basically straight into resource style drilling. And develop, get get to work on a resource and get the fundamentals of that together. The other one can run all over the property and and kind of explore the big blue sky, you know, kind of these these really good prospects that we have that really look characteristically very similar to what we have in the areas where we've hit high grade. And that's all going to be done in tandem and in parallel with a broader scale surface exploration program that's going to shore up some of these these prospects and make them target ready. So uh, to answer your question uh, about the resource, I mean, we're probably going to be leaning towards the resource in early 2025. Okay. Uh, so, so yeah, we're definitely on a fast uh, fast pace for sure. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, that's a full year of drilling, 2024. Yeah. You can yeah. really, you never know what could happen. Yeah, of course.
course. Yeah. Uh, you know, where is the? I mean, I know this is kind of a silly question, but you know, I want to ask you where is the blue sky? But this whole project seems a little bit of blue sky because it's such high grade. But where are some aspects of the project that maybe look maybe perspective and risky? But that risk-reward is maybe worth a shot now that you've financed and ready to go. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's a great question. So uh, between between Upper Antino and Boise, they're kind of our two main areas. And uh-huh. there's been a lot of artisanal work. There. That's where a lot of that 500,000 ounce of historical uh, production has come from. So that's kind of the obvious place for us to begin because we have a lot of this high grade. But the real blue sky is connecting these two areas is a continuous 8-kilometer gold trend that again has a similar order of magnitude of surface anomaly as these two do. And they've seen basically no groundwork, no drilling or anything. So there's about like 10 or so yeah. highly anomalous spots between these two. So I mean really only two or three of those need to need to come through. And then with that, we're already looking at multi-million ounce potential. So okay. so that's that's where the blue sky is. But as you as you alluded to, I mean the whole the whole property is very blue sky. I mean sometimes I drive down a few of those little trails in the middle of nowhere and you come across a big 10, 15 meters sheer that nobody's ever right, <laughs> sampled right, before. Right. You know, so really just kind of scratching the surface here. What, what's the long-term strategy with this project? Yeah, so I mean, I think we're still very much focused towards the classical junior Minex model. You know, I think we can develop a good resource and there's already majors in the region. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think I think we're kind of an obvious candidate for takeout, given obviously given uh, how, we, how, how we can proceed and develop. Um, but there also is some other opportunities. I mean, uh, with the historical production, uh, you know, they only had about 20-30% recovery on average of this material. Oh, really? So yeah, initially it's about a 2 million ounce deposit and just the shallow weathered portion. So yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a huge amount of material sitting there on surface that's up to 9 grams per ton of just waste. Hmm. Um, so that's kind of an interesting an interesting uh, opportunity as well. It's, it's more of a more of a more of a sidetrack. I mean again we are focused on developing a resource and, and, and vending it to a major but we, we do have some some other opportunities and kind of interesting things that we can take this thing as a, as a company, which really is kind of unique to, to a lot of other people in the fact that we also have the mining rights as well as the exploration rights. So mm-hmm. that provides us uh, kind of a lot of interesting uh, a lot of interesting opportunities. What's the activity with the majors down there in Suriname right now? Yeah, so uh, qu- quite hot actually. So so uh, there was a recently a transaction, I forget how many months ago it was, maybe six, seven months ago, Zijin took over Rosebell. So there's the full 13.7 million ounce deposit there. And, and they're doing a lot of work there, and then and then uh, um, Newmont is working away on Marion, but they're kind of aggressive in kind of trying to expand and, and look for other areas. Um, as far as exploration, um, there's a couple of small other companies, but really we're kind of we're kind of we're kind of it as far as the scale of program that's right. going on. Right. Yeah, but I mean now with the success of Reunion in Guyana, and I think a lot of people on Bay Street and the bigger market kind of see the area. So yeah. I think that it's it's kind of early days exploration wise, but I, I suspect in the next five to ten years there's going to be a flurry of activity so that's a part of the opportunity with us we're kind of an, an early stage entry into into a premier district yeah i assume your exploration costs are pretty low yes yeah so, like have like what is your all-in <coughs> drilling per meter so we're looking at about 160 bucks a meter canadian wow, that's uh, really, you know and we've kind really of took in a different strategy you know we took a couple of just really high caliber expats down and then from there we hired all local teams yeah and uh you know all the equipment's already on site all the roads are already built there's a 1.3 kilometer airstrip there's a 100 person camp so 
really we were kind of able to hit the ground running and every single dollar could go directly into exploration. We had no big overhead or big ticket items that we need to get in place to, yeah. to kind of get started. So so we've been really fortunate in, in that regard. So yeah, we're, we're very cheap. We can drill 12 months a year. Uh, we can deliver results very quickly. So so I think that's going to be really good to be able to communicate with the broader market and uh, kind of advance at a very fast pace. Yeah. Uh, just get a, give me a sense of uh, you know the flurry of questions in the last day or two. I know I think you've been on the road for a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. We so, did one two one in London and then yeah. we came over here. So uh, general themes of questions you've been getting. Yeah. I, because nobody's coming up to you and be like, why does your stock suck? Well, well, nobody's well, saying that right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the main, the main thing has been, uh, you know, what's your secret? You right. know, a, lot yeah, of, yeah. a lot of people have been engaged in the story, so the feedback's been uh, overwhelmingly positive. And a lot, of, a lot of the question has been, okay, well, what are you guys going to do now? You know, because we, we kind of came out of the, We're a young company. You know, we've sure. only been working on for five or six months. So I think really just trying to trying to maximize the opportunities that we have with what we've done. And people have really just been curious about, like, well, well what now? You know, and now, yeah, and now yeah. we're fully capitalized. What do we intend to do with that money? And, and that's been the broader kind of uh, conversations we've been having. Yeah. 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 No, it's very interesting. Um, you know, after this, is, uh, after this deal is done, where will your share count sit? Because I know... There's about, what, 50 million shares out currently? Yeah, it was like 45, 46. I think okay. we're going to be uh, 55 million and then fully fully diluted, including all the warrants. I think that brings us to about 76 million. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think the warrants themselves uh, warrant some discussion because... Um, you know, with that, we have about $7 million uh, outstanding in the warrants to come in, and all those warrants are now very much in the money. So we've do you, already do you expedite that? I mean, do you do a deal with those warrant holders to I mean, bring some of that in? Most of them expire in 2025, right? Oh, okay. And, and now we have $5 million, so, sure. you know, we're not in a huge rush to push people, and, and they can, you know, and they can kind of choose to trickle in. But, you know, as I said, um, they're all well in the money. They're at $0.25 cents and $0.75, cents, and we're at a buck fifteen this morning. Sure. We went all the way to buck twenty-five a while back so so I think uh, you know anyone's just holding those warrants uh, by the time the expired date comes up I mean I'm pretty sure we'll, we'll get all those coming in at any rate so, okay cool yeah. very good yeah. uh, and I know this is a uh, you know this is kind of a hindsight type of question but you know you're, 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 the expiration success was being rewarded within your equity market you can go out and raise I mean why I guess why limit yourself to five million sure and I think I think that just kind of speaks to the fact that you know we're very disciplined in the sense of we're trying to keep the share structure as tight as possible okay we decided that with that five million we could add a lot more value to the project and the story and in the future obviously raise at a much higher price I mean I think as everyone knows the market's a little difficult right now so you don't want to you don't want to over raise if you don't have to I mean, sure raise when it makes sense to do so and, and, and do so at your own avail so I think I think this five million like as I said it'll get us up to 30,000 and with that 30,000 I think the subsequent raise will be able to again uh, you know be able to raise at a much much higher share a much higher price you know our first raise at 20 cents our second raise was at 80 cents yeah. so so you know here on out let's, uh, let's see where it goes okay. yeah very good all right it's a fun story to follow uh, Pascal thanks so much Absolutely. for your time pleasure Thank all right you. everybody that's your update from founders medals here in Frankfurt the information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.